At Prime Minister's Questions, Lib Dem Leila Moran made this claim about long COVID. It's estimated that up to 400,000 people are living with the debilitating effects of long COVID, and some of these are NHS heroes. Miss Moran also repeated this claim in a number of media interviews, but how does she estimate the number? Figures published by the Office for National Statistics suggest that, among respondents to an infection survey, about 10% of people who tested positive between April and December experienced symptoms for 12 weeks or longer. And government figures show around 4 million people have tested positive for COVID-19 since the start of the pandemic. So Miss Moran reached her figure by applying this 10% to the total of 4 million who have tested positive, which gives you 400,000. Needless to say, this is some very crude maths and is almost certainly wider the mark. Just because someone experienced symptoms for more than 12 weeks last year doesn't necessarily mean they will still be experiencing symptoms now. But, under Miss Moran's calculation, 10% of everyone who has ever tested positive would still be included as experiencing long COVID symptoms right now. The truth is, we simply don't know how many people are suffering from long COVID right now. A report earlier this month in The Observer claimed that the volume of UK exports to the EU going through ports fell by 68% in January 2021 compared to 2020. It claimed that this was mostly as a result of Brexit, as the transition period ended on the 31st of December. The figure was attributed to a survey of Road Haulage Association, RHA, members. The RHA has not responded to any further questions detailing how that figure was calculated. Official statistics on overseas goods trade in January 2021 are not due to be published until March, but the Cabinet Office allowed us to look at early data. These figures show that in January 2021, the total number of outbound roll-on, roll-off freight vehicles, meaning vehicles which drive onto a ferry or a channel tunnel train and then drive off after landing in their destination, was 27% lower than the January 2020 level, catching up towards the end of the month. This tells a slightly different story to the RHA survey data, which reported a 68% drop in EU exports. And finally, last week, the Daily Telegraph and the Daily Mail both erroneously reported the results of a study into vaping and COVID. The Telegraph headline said vapors are up to 20% more likely to spread the virus, while the Mail put this figure at 17%. But this isn't what the study found. What it actually said is that so-called high-intensity vapors or those who use e-cigarettes which produce large plumes of vapour, pose an added risk to bystanders of somewhere between 5 and 17%. But these high-intensity vapours make up a small minority of all UK vapours, at only about 1 in 10. For the other 90% of vapours, the research found that they pose an increased risk of just 1%. To put that into context, the paper found that standing near to someone who is speaking increases your risk of catching COVID by 40 to 90%. If that person is also coughing, this goes all the way up to 200%. That's all from us this week. I'll be back with more of our independent, impartial fact checks at the same time next Friday morning.